Super Vegan Brian. Hello, nurse. Kirsty Smurf Erica. What's up? And today our special guest is Captain Dan McDan, uh, the manager of the Velveteen Band. Hello, everybody. Although I do not deserve the Mick because I'm I'm a really bad cook and a really bad farmer. Uh, Captain Dan is fine. <laughs> okay, McDan. Okay. <laughs> As Michael just completely ignores Thank you. what he says. <laughs> Uh, so thanks for having me guys <laughs> we're happy to have you here so uh you know to somebody who might not know about you or the velveteen band uh, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself thank you uh i'm the manager of a band called the velveteen band and the velveteen band is a rock ska punk kind of group that um it's a little bit different than a lot of the bands because our front people are two puppets so we have fum and foe who are the singers of the band, and the band leader is a six-foot steampunk rabbit named the Baron Von Velveteen, who plays trumpet and guitar. So it's pretty much a freak show, and it's a lot of fun. We're um, we're working on a new album right now, so thank you so much, Brian, for having me. I'm, I'm doing like a lot of press right now to kind of promote the new album. So that's pretty much what I do. I'm the manager of the band. I also voice one of the puppets, Fum. So I, I do all the singing and voicing for that puppet. So that's pretty much what I do. And uh, it sounds really like a lot of fun. It is a lot. That's that's exactly the that's the re- literally the reason we do this band. It's like we all have jobs, you know, we do our thing, but it's like we just wanted to do a project that was like how much can what's the most ridiculous thing that we could possibly do? And like this of course was very inspired by a lot of beer and just, you know, ridiculousness. <laughs> um, and, you know, I mean no, no, it was. It was just I mean it was just one mistake that kept working. And that's, I mean, if we ever wrote a book about the creation of the Velveteen Band, it's just like mistakes that worked. And it was like, oh, there's a puppet that's working. Let's do another one. And so um, <laughs> if you yeah, haven't we, we, had a chance, if you haven't had a chance, you got to watch their Kickstarter video because you see them riffing between the puppets. And it's just so natural when you see um, Foe just giving everyone a hard time and making mistakes and i was laughing my ass off watching that video i'm glad you said that brian because like yeah the dynamic really is foe is like this grumpy really just angry little marshmallow and then you know fum is this just happy everything's great and just and, uh, you know just brainless jason the puppeteer for foe and i have been in bands for god i want to say like 20 years so he's like one of my best friends you know you know we just already have that natural kind of chemistry anyway so that's really just our personality just flowing through those puppets and so that's to your point that's why it's just it's just natural for us like none of that is written we just are we're riffing off of it and just taking really good takes and piecing them together to make a video you know oh that's um, like us yeah <laughs> exactly like us exactly foe is also the only singer i've ever heard that can pull off a death metal roar in a ska song yeah really I can't oh, really yeah. hear this now. From hearing yeah, I'm going to have to yeah. listen to this shit. Brian, yeah. you completely undersold these dudes. Yeah, you, you really did. I, I said, here is this amazing group. Watch this video. It's not my fault if you didn't watch the video. Okay, saying here's an amazing group is not the same thing as this guy can death metal roar in a ska song. Well, you would have yeah. known that if you watched the video. 
because <sighs> Stroll is my favorite video, and that's the one oh, I wish. Yeah, thank oh. you, man. It's a freak show. It's been a lot of fun. Like it, it's we we did we did this Kickstarter just kind of like we just wanted to get enough money to to print our second CD, you know. So we set our goals and and we put it out there. And and as of this morning, we're two hundred and thirty one percent of goal. And Dude. so yeah. I know. I was like, oh, believe me. And here's the, here's the crazy part. We were 180%. We launched on a Monday. We um, we were 181% of goal by Friday. Damn, and one yeah. metal it, roaring it, puppet. Yo, yeah, <laughs> I know. Exactly. No, people just found they. I didn't expect that at all. I mean, I just I wanted to get, you know, to our goal. I figured that we get close to it. Maybe, you know, we can ask mom and dad to help out with a little more or something, you know. But I never thought that we'd be sitting on... 231 percent of goal and we still have i think i think there's four more days of the kickstarter yeah yeah so we're just we're super stoked i mean obviously like i was people were like well, what are you gonna do with the money i'm like how much does it cost to to rent a pirate ship for a day and film on it like that's kind of like <laughs> like that's literally what i mean i'm i'm, I'm being dead serious like i just want to have as much fun as possible i want to get a pirate ship for a day and just film one of our music videos on a pirate ship you know just that's why not i love pirate ships so oh, who, um, who doesn't who doesn't yeah i know so i mean it's it's been a lot of fun so that's that's pretty much what i've been doing we're super excited and so like i said just uh this and this this band by the way the themes like a lot of stuff is just it's all nerdy stuff i mean we have songs about we have one song that's about the robot in the in the gunslinger and uh it, it's called in the west is a robot we have songs about superman we have songs uh, just uh, about a lot of the songs are kind of inspiring but some of them are about cthulhu a lot of them are about pirates and just it's about adventure and just ridiculousness is what we we pretty much do. So it's all about having a good time, man. It's and, and we're just making mistakes and, and they keep working. That's pretty much the band in a nutshell. <laughs> but, you know, it, it sounds really good. And it does. We will be able to talk to you more about that. But also we're going to talk about our wonderful topic today, which is actually we're talking about. Stephen King adaptations, his novels, his movies, and a lot more stuff. Trust me, there's going to be a lot more stuff. I think this is a topic that came up because of uh, you know a rec- the, the recent Dark Tower movie. We're going to get to that. But first, we're going to th- play everyone's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where the five of, uh, five of us? Yep. yep. Five of yep. us mm-hmm. share Mouth. the nerdiest thing we did this week. And um, at the end, we're all going to vote. Now, we recently introduced a voting system engineered by game designer Mike Myler that we are not going to use today because there are five of us and it will take forever. Each each of us will vote on who had the nerdiest thing. And at the end, we award the prestigious bab- bag of nerdy poop. Well, I wanted to use the new the new voting system. It's the first time I would find it'd be six votes per person. Did, OK, um, if, if you want to use a new voting system, we can, but we got to do it quickly. Okay, that's fair. Wait, wait, wait. Anybody who wants to use the new voting system, raise your hand. <laughs> I hate you so much. God. I'm raising both hands. <laughs> I, I love you, Michael, because, okay, I will explain the voting system at the end, and then we can do it quickly. Because you are our guest, Captain McDan, um, you... <laughs> We're just going to ignore everything he said. I'd prefer Dan. Okay, McDan. Uh, (laughs) McDan, all right. Because you are our guest, you get to go first. So what was nerdy with you this week? All right. Uh, I was going to talk about Warhammer 40K, but... Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I was going to talk about that because I can talk a lot (laughs) about that. 
We're gonna have a uh, conversation no, no, no. after it, this recording. Oh no, no, no! It's bad. I, I, I not only collect and paint multiple armies. Um, I also almost exclusively read um, Black Library, Warhammer 40k fiction. Um, so yeah, I, I'm like, I'm way deep into Horus Heresy the right Horus now. Horus Heresy is so good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, anyway, but no, actually, you know what? The the nerdy thing that I actually what I physically did this week was actually something completely different. What I did was I, I went through my old comic books and I pulled out the, all the original infinity gauntlet series. Yeah. The first six, the first original of infinity gauntlet. And then I also pulled out all of the, the, you know, the, the, the crossovers that happened. And so I had all, I pulled out all of the crossovers because what I wanted to do was, you know, especially with the infinity war coming out and stuff, I wanted to get like kind of better, you know, sleeves for them and just kind of take good care of them. Yeah. I went through the old infinity gauntlets and I mean, those are, that's some, that's one of the best comic series that just ever happened. You know, and uh, are you guys familiar with it? I don't know if you guys collected those at all. I do uh, not collected. No, but I have read them. You re- Okay. Well, the, uh, Thanos is pretty much infinity gauntlet for Thanos literally kills like almost every single Marvel character, except for mm-hmm. silver. Super. It's so true. It's so badass. It's like just, I mean, they all, they, he basically has this little perch up in space floating, like this little castle that he makes. And, you know, Dr. Strange assembles like almost even Dr. Doom is a part of this. Like they all just go out to space to try to kill Thanos and it doesn't go well. It, he waffles Thompson. Oh yeah. He, I mean, he, he, he turns Thor into glass and smashes them into bits. He bit slaps Captain America and kills him in one hit. (laughs) No, it's pretty freaking awesome. It it breaks my heart, you know, when that happens. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, makes sense. No, no, it totally does. No, no, there's, there's a picture of Thanos just, just, just basically like bits, like, like backhanding Captain America. Not even, he's not even looking at him and killing him, just taking him out. Like nothing, like it's not even a thing. Explodes Iron Man. It's it's just it's kind of like yeah it's villain oh. revenge porn it's pretty cool. Um, he sends yeah. Jax the Destroyer back in time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I just I so anyway I mean it's not too nerdy I guess but I mean I, I like, really that that's super nerdy that, Jesus that no works. it is it that is I, I know I'm a I'm a I'm a 38 year old man that's looking at comic books again and I love it you know I, I'm not even ashamed I I just. They're so good. So yeah, I brought those out, and then I was sharing it with my boy and stuff like that. But yeah, that's that's I was doing that this week, and so I've got those right here. Anthony, you are up next. What was nerdy with you this week? Okay, so probably the nerdiest thing I did this week was probably 40k related, but I'm not gonna go in that one. He's gonna <laughs> go with I mean, the, He's gonna go with go me. I love well, every freaking week. You're like, yeah, I don't want to share there. 40k again. Oh, oh I want to share 40k. Should I? Yeah, I thought you totally should. What was I the nerdiest thing you did week. this week is the question. So if you did something nerdier than 40K, share that. It definitely was painting. It was definitely doing 40K stuff. I was getting ready for a tournament that I'm going to Sunday, and I had oh. to put together my Hellforge Leviathan Dreadnought. I went around trying to buy magnets because I want to magnetize his arms because I don't want him to just be stuck with the weapons I bought, and you can right. give him different weapons. So I'm trying to like, so I'm trying to magnetize a model right yep. now. I-, I did that with my Tyranid. My uh, swarm lord, I put magnets on his on his arms, so that way. Yeah. I, I put I can put skiving talons. I give him venom cannons. I can give him. That's way to go. You well give done. Him whips, all that. Right. Oh, oh. whips. Oh, spank me. 
<laughs> well, the Hive Tyrant can get Lash Whips. He, that's a weapon he gets. He gets whips. Right. Bone swords. So, yeah. Painting, nice. painting, magnetizing, painting. Lots of painting. The building. magnetizing just sounds awesome. I, I, I don't think you should that. be ashamed of always sharing your 40K stuff. I really do don't. But it gets annoying. I'm, I'm no, sure it gets annoying. Not I need to do other to stuff. To play. Don't Not to me. To get me I, to I say it over and over again. It's the, it's the, your big nerdy thing. There is nothing <laughs> shameful about just Brian sharing shame me for what the you do. This is a safe space. Yes. But no, next, no, it's really not that safe. It's not. This really <laughs> sad though. Is is next week? I'm gonna have a way nerdier thing, and I can't even share it until the week after. Oh, next week is when I start doing the LARP. But the LARP happens after the episode. Oh Wait, yeah, okay. so you can't share that. Oh, we got not a yet. hint for two weeks down the road. That's another nerd thing I did. I'm preparing for a LARP. I'm making a LARP character. That's oh right. yeah, let's talk about that. Well, we don't have time to yeah. talk about two. Oh. 40k. <laughs> yes, oh, is what I did. But we Wait, did talk what... about that. We did talk about that in bonus content on the Patreon. So oh, if yeah, that's you would right. like to hear it, you can sign up to be a patron for a minimum donation of three dollars a month and support us and hear all the nerdy extra crap we talk about. Great yeah. segue, Brian. Yeah, I'm I'm a professional. <laughs> um, <laughs> like a master of the segue. By the way, guys, let's get back on track. And it, here's the thing. <laughs> Yeah. So, Erica. speaking of getting back on track in that squeaky, smurfy voice of yours, Erica, what did you do nerdy this week? Erica, what's nerdy with you? So, I have been looking at this for a while, and I finally pulled the trigger on it. I uh, so at work we have like two big refrigerators, you know, to store lunches and stuff. I put drinks in there, and then they're gone, and it like pisses me off. And then like I put my tried putting my initial on the bottom of shit, and that didn't fucking work either. So I hope nobody at work Killed listens somebody. to this. <laughs> So I went on Think Geek (laughs) and I bought a mini fridge to put under my desk at work. Yeah. But it's not only a mini fridge, it's a Nuka Cola mini fridge. No. Oh my God, that's amazing. Holy shit. I'm so excited about it. You got to send pictures. I will. I totally will. Yeah. And and uh-huh. I don't know if I'm allowed to have one at work or not. I don't know anybody else that does. I'm afraid to ask because if I ask, it's a no. Then yeah. like I'm screwed. But if I don't ask and somebody's like, you can't have that. I'm like, oops, my bad. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. That's right. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm going with. They use that yeah. a lot. But they, I'm they, super they excited about it because lot. not only is it nerdy, because yeah. in my cube, I have... Because I love, 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 love Fallout. So I've got Dog Meat, The Last Survivor, whatever, Funko Pops. I've got lots of Funko Pops, but I got both of those. And then, like, my <laughs> mouse pad is, like, the standby symbol. And then I'm, I'm putting oh, my new cola fridge in there. And I'm super, super Oh, man. Well, no, when they ask if it's a mini fridge, you'd be like, no, it's a prop. We're good. We're cool. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it's yeah. not making workflow. a buzzing noise at Soda. all. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> There is a sign I wanted to get. It was like a Nuka Cola sign. It was like a pinup girl holding a Nuka Cola. And I was like, oh, that's so awesome. And then my girlfriend was like, she didn't get it because she never played a Fallout game. And she's like, all I just see is like a pinup girl with big boobs. I'm like, it's Nuka Cola. Come on. You need oh. to play a Fallout game. That's awesome. Yes. There's, there's a flask. Uh, that's actually just one of my background wallpapers on, on my computer is her. Just so you all know, I had no idea you were talking about Fallout until you mentioned it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Yeah. I didn't oh, either. Never played I didn't it. either. Yeah. He's just like, what's Nuka Cola? Oh. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, I'm learning. Well, yeah, it's Fallout. <laughs> okay. That actually works. I know so what that I'm, is. I'm next. 
And that actually works out because it ties into my nerdy thing. Let's do this properly, Brian. So, Brian, what's nerdy with you? Oh, thank you, Michael. Notice I gave you the prestigious last, last slot. Yeah, I was like, wow, why am I last? What did I do? Well, right? Honestly, because I thought about logistics. And since you're since you and now you you segue things because you're the host and I help. It's better that you're last because you can just jump to what we're doing next. Yeah. And then yeah. if I see you guys going way too oh. well, I'm gonna be like, I'm going to have to pick another thing. <laughs> so, yeah, it gives you more time to think like I usually get. All right. So the first part of this isn't going to sound really nerdy. My power supply in my computer was making a really loud noise. So I was like, pulled the computer off, unplugged everything, took out power supply, put a new power supply. Now, this is the part where it nerds out. Everything worked without on the first try. Now, I don't know if any of you have done hardware work before, but that's scary. Yeah, because then you're like, uh, okay, it worked. When's it going to stop fucking working? So yeah. the, next, the next day, I got my new video card. Because I had a new power supply. Why not buy a new video card? So I got this monster giant card. It's like a GeForce 10 something. Put that in. Everything worked first try. No problem. And I haven't had a single problem all week. And I have been living in fear of my computer. Because... He sounds like he's losing his shit right yeah, I now. Know. He's, well, just... he's not wrong. He's absolutely guy. not wrong. I'm an IT guy. And in my, oh, in no, my whole sad. entire life... Anytime I've done any hard work on hardware work on my computer, I've had to spend a whole day troubleshooting. I've never had a time where I did installs and nothing went wrong. Well, kudos, Brian. Kudos. Yeah. You're you're you are that good. Look yeah, you leveled up, man. You leveled up. <laughs> also, enjoy yeah. all that lost sleep you're gonna have now. I got the uh, flawless flawless technician perk. There's yeah. A, I have a little picture <laughs> of good guy on the Pip Boy with with like. He's holding a he's holding a server in one hand and a and a land party strapped tower in the other. We're gonna have to get you a bobblehead now. Oh, that'd be great. I, I wonder if you can get cut. <laughs> you can probably get custom vinyls of the Pit Boy guy. Uh, I don't know. Do you think Bethesda owns that copyright? Because then I don't think you could. I well, you can get custom ones of anything. It doesn't matter. You mm. go on Etsy. There's a crap ton of them. Oh, that's true. It's called yeah. fair use. Yeah. You yeah. Fair use, motherfucker. They got the bobblehead where he's like holding a little wrench, which is funny. I forget which skill that is, but. I was just impressed that I remembered the perk system, but I haven't played Fallout since the first one. Yeah, that's sad. It's so uh, good. Oh, so to answer the, the game that I played was Numenaria Tides of Torment. Oh. Ah, yeah. It's, yes, it's the spiritual successor to Planescape Torment. Oh. It's made by the same people. They did a giant Kickstarter. Someone came up with a wild idea and let's say, let's get all the writers from Torment together and make another game. I'm not even familiar with the game you're talking about. You've never played Planescape Torment? Has anybody here? Mm-hmm. No. Oh my god, it's amazing. Have you heard of Baldur's Gate? Yes. 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 Planescape Torment uses that same engine and it's um, based in the AD&D 2nd Edition Planescape setting. This game is based in the Monty Cook role-playing game Numenera setting, and it's based millions of years in the future where nanotechnology is... It's it's a fantasy setting, but nanotechnology from past civilizations is so common that people can do magic. <sighs> oh, cool. That's yeah, like, bitching, that dude. Cool. 
Yeah, uh-huh. it's a really, really fun game. It's it's isometric RPG with interactive story elements. So you you go around from NPC to NPC and you have crap tons of dialogue options and you get more XP from talking to people than you do from combat. Oh, All right, cool. I'm in. I'm already that's in. That's cool. That's it's, cool. It's a lot of fun. I think it's also offline compatible. I don't think you need to have an internet connection to play it. So it's one of those great games that you can play when your internet goes down. Ooh, oh, that sounds good. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've been having fun with it. Uh, it's it's one of those games that you go, where did those three hours go? Like Neverwinter. Yeah, like Neverwinter. Uh, uh, for me, that was like Shadow of Mordor. I mean, I, I could play that game all day. And then oh, I was like Skyrim. Oh, Skyrim. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Planescape Torment just came out with their enhanced edition, and so you can play it on a modern PC, and it's it it aged really well. It's it's still a really awesome game, and I recommend it. Neither you don't have to play the first game before you play the second game because they're not really sequels; they're just it's a spiritual successor. What's the second game called? Torment: Tides of Numenera. No what Eric is going to be doing tonight. <laughs> All right, Michael, what was nerdy with you this week? What? You bought a hat. (laughs) (laughs) No, but my wife did get me a shirt for our anniversary, but that's not my nerdy thing. No, my nerdy thing this week is, and I just fucking lost it. I guess it wasn't that fucking nerdy. I I just totally forgot it because I was enjoying all you guys talking about nerdy shit. Mike's just going to go with, I got a hat. No, no, fuck no. I did something nerdy today. Oh, no, I remember now. Sorry, I was Michael so loses. You guys. No, I uh, I got to try PlayStation VR for the first time. Whoa! Ooh! And well, I, even I, I haven't done that. I oh wish shit! I, wish I they can't do that. Don't me because they had me do the demo for uh, until dawn's uh, blood uh, blood rush or rush of blood. I think it was, and it scared the holy hell out of me. And if they had recorded it, I would be I would win a prize. But uh, no, yeah, I, play, I got to play PlayStation VR for the first time. Uh, my buddy put in his demo disc for it, and I got to play like a bunch of different games. I had an amazing time. It was so great. But they kept people kept poking me and touching me and walking around, and I couldn't tell who it was, and it was pissing me off but at the same oh. time but like what really pissed me off is my friend would walk up and he'd breathe heavy into my ear whenever the scary shit was happening in the horror game and i'm just like knock it off oh. and then he'd be like i'm over here oh uh, my man. god i know what my nerdy thing is going to be in a future week i'm going to call michael's wife on the phone and find out when he does it again so i can show up without him knowing <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I lied earlier. I did actually do the PlayStation VR. I did the I did the demo for for E Valkyrie. I played I played that demo too. That was that, that was a pretty cool one. Yeah, I would like to play the full game for that. But no, that was my nerdy thing. And then my my mention earlier, uh, Katie surprised me with a Critical Role T-shirt. Oh, cool! Aww. Oh, yeah. you watch? Okay, you guys are in a critical. That's cool. That's I'm a, a critter. Cool yeah, I'm a critter. Yeah, nice. I was, when they said like any like because they went to Gen Con 50 to do another live episode of Critical Role, and I was like, how can I get to Indianapolis and get a ticket? Oh, is that why they're called critters? I I keep seeing their posts and I see them saying things about critters. And I'm like, what the fuck are critters? What are they talking oh, yeah. about? Hey, yeah. Oh, it's critical. critical. I was like, I don't remember there being a critter they, in, they monster in in Pathfinder. Yeah. Well, they're doing fifth edition uh, D and D. Did you say they did their thing at Gen Con in Indianapolis? Yep. Ooh. Yeah, the, this is the second year in a row they've done a live Critical Role episode at, at Gen Con. Uh, they also officially they dropped their um, campaign guide, uh, Taldori campaign guide. That's out now. 
and their release was there. And then they also announced that in the fall they'll have an official Volume 1 Chronicles of Exandria um, art book. We actually oh. have one of our often reoccurring guests who went to Gen Con this weekend. So we're I'm, I'm trying to get her to come yes. back soon so we can talk to her about her experience. I'm pretty sure her answer is going to be, I worked at a booth the entire weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, thought, I thought you were talking about Brent because Brent's there uh, running tables. Oh, wow. Maybe we could have them both at the same time. Oh. I was talking about Anna. Oh, Ooh. yeah. No, Brent's there running tables. Has been all week. Let's get them both on. That sounds All right. Awesome. So, okay. Voting. We are at uh, we are at 27 minutes. Are you guys sure? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Erica, all right. So, I, everybody knows how to do this, but Dan. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. Mick Dan. Mick Dan. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, McBrien. Uh, I love that. <laughs> vegan McBrien. <laughs> oh, I like it. Everyone has six widgets. And it's... you just allocate your widgets to different people for whatever reason you want. Dan, you have six widgets. Who do you give your widgets to? I'm going to have to give four of them to my 40K buddy right off the bat. Bam! I like this guy. I'm just saying. that. I four? Mean, if Holy in, shit. If, if you're into 40K, you just... You've really descended into the into the madness of nerd. Oh, dude, I've been in the forty k since it's I was like thirteen. It's called a black hole. Yeah, of me too. Money. No, seriously, I know exactly. That's what makes it even more. That's what makes it the most insane. Because if you're in a forty k, you are just spending way too much money. Oh god, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, yeah, god. it's like it's like why don't you do drugs? I don't have money for drugs. I have no, money for forty k. No, no, no. I'm on <laughs> eBay getting freaking space marines. No. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I don't got money for drugs. You got two left. All right, I got two widgets left. I'm gonna have to give those to the VR. That just sounds that sounds like a lot of fun, man. I, I bet you I would, I'd love to spend some time doing that. So God, my my round Anthony, robin went away. It's Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, Anthony, who do you give your widgets <laughs> to? It's six. I will also give four to the Mick Dan because he's my forty kid buddy. Ah! Yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even though his nerdy thing had nothing to do with 40k. No, I was going to talk about my grot tanks because that's that's what I'm working Ooh. on right now. I'm working on a um, well, I have a whole orc army, but I'm I'm working on a like a grot like my grot army I had as a as a as a squad, but I I've quickly started to decide that I want to actually instead of having an orc army with a grot you know contingent. I actually want to go the other way and have a grot army with an orc. <laughs> so, we are getting sucked down the 40k blast. I'm so sorry. Oh I'm my god. So Brian sorry. is about to have an aneurysm right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even see his face, and I know. I'm so sorry, McBrien. I'm so sorry about this. We'll have back for another 40k episode, Dan. Okay. <laughs> I would love that. Best day. Right. Uh, <laughs> get two left, Anthony. I'll give two to Erica. Yay! Because, Erica, you're awesome. You know that. Uh, Erica, you have six widgets. I have six widgets, and this is going to be pretty bold, I know, because I would love to give them to me because, you know, I wanted a Nuka-Cola refrigerator for, like, ten years. I'm actually going to give all six of my widgets to Brian because he leveled up and fixed the computer with hey. nothing and that is hell? unbelievably amazing. So Brian gets all six of my widgets. You are the first person to just unload your widgets on me. <laughs> that sounds really weird. And, uh, okay. He said load. <laughs> <laughs> Got to remember to have your mouth open there, pal. Wow. 
That did just, that sounded really dirty. That sounded we really just sexualized widgets. Yeah, I did. Brian is, Brian is just covered in widgets. Oh, gross! It's <laughs> raining widgets on him. That's Widget, widget, bukkake. Widget, bukkake. I I am going to give three of my widgets to Dan for spank me. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much, McBrien. And I'm going to give two to Erica and one to myself. Can you? I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Yep. It makes you a terrible person, but you can. One vote closer to poop. So. Um, Dan and Brian are tied. Anthony and Erica are tied with um, Dan and Brian are tied with seven. Anthony and Eric and Erica are tied with four. And Michael has two. Michael, you have six widgets. You get to determine who wins, Michael. <laughs> he could give them all to himself and win. <laughs> he <totally can. laughs> Dude, that thought crossed my mind just now. I was like, I could just be the biggest do it right now and just be one like, of us. One of us will do it one day. <sighs> Let's see here. I can't do that though. I'm not a shitty person. Yes, you are. <laughs> Deep inside, we all are. <laughs> Shut up, Mick Anthony. <laughs> no, I love uh, it. I love like the, the the Mick thing is like the pejorative. You know, it's like <laughs> um, I am gonna vote for. I'm gonna give uh, two to Brian because that's actually pretty impressive. I've never seen anybody put a computer uh, put a computer back together and not have a. Uh, problems plus he's gonna need some more widgets to help him get through the night while he's not sleeping because he's looking at that computer like what's wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) two to erica two to anthony yeah and and two to one oh that's all six that's all six yeah brian wins yeah brian Brian! my 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 flawless computer and i'm 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 soaked in widgets you got one dripping off your nose there. You might want oh, to. Oh, man. Oh, put it on a cracker. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. I am a little like sad it. because I was so, so excited yesterday when I bought it. I was like, I can just share this on the podcast. I'm totally going to win because it's so awesome. But you won, Brian, fair and square, because I mean, that's pretty awesome. You never know what other people are going to come up with. It's like you come up with the nerdiest freaking ever. It's like I went to see Stephen King's It and put on a clown suit and scared children. And then someone else wins. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Oh, my God. I kind of want to do that, though. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're going to be children. Why would you want to scare them? Gun. If you go <laughs> to a movie theater with a mask on, you get it, you get arrested, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're really, uh, yeah. They're so, speaking of Stephen King. Yep. Uh, yeah, speaking of Stephen King, I think we're going to be getting today's topic, don't we? Today's topic is all about that master of horror, suspense, and thriller, and a movie about guys finding a dead body when they're kids. But, Weird. If you haven't hey, guessed Dan, yet, Dan, you yeah. should mute, mute your Skype. We can hear everything you're doing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm making coffee. <laughs> I, I'm making coffee, and I know that that's very important, so I apologize. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm we know here. coffee's important. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, hey, we're talking about Stephen King. I can get some dishes done, you know? Like, okay. We're going to be talking about this for a while, so I'm going to get yeah. the dishes done. I'm going to do my taxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, today we are talking about the master of horror and suspense. We we're talking about Mr. Stephen King, specifically his movie adaptations, the good, the bad, the why the hell did they change that? So 
I have very strong opinions about this. Well, and why the hell did they make it into one movie? You know what I'm saying? What I mean, that right? I mean, and that's what we're talking about. Like Dark Tower. Talk about yeah. No, I wasn't talking about the Dark Tower, but go ahead. Well, I just I I don't understand how you could take that huge epic story and think that. Okay, so. I don't know how to say this without like spoiling something, but right, I mean, no, no, I don't, and that uh, we shouldn't. But <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so this is—I'm just gonna say, okay, guys, this is a spoiler for the books. If you haven't read the books, okay, being warned right now. Three, three, two, two, two one. I, I, one. I, I, I only read the first two. Oh, do you not want me to to say something? Don't spoil no. the books. Yeah, don't, don't spoil the books. Okay, let's just, just say that the books are the the movie. Is loosely based on the books. There's yeah. a re- okay, so like, there's a reason why it's different than the books. Like, I want to like say why because, and this won't spoil too much about the book, but it'll spoil something in a way, and so I can't like say it. But like, go go ahead, it's fine. I'm I'm just gonna say like, it's a alternate timeline kind of thing. But the movie's an alternate timeline. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I I get what you're saying. Do you get what you're like? Yeah, I, yeah. Think the, back to the end of the last book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how the how oh. the last book ends. Is that what they're saying? I I I didn't know that at first, but I was talking to a friend of mine, and he he read the books, and he and I guess they said that like they had a website, they had a whole Dark Tower website, and they actually mentioned that on the website. If that's the case, that makes sense. Then that totally makes sense, and like. But it's still really annoying that you had to go to this website to look up all this side information to even get that much background to understand why the movie the way it like why it was the way it was instead of just, you know, telling people like, hey, this is what's going on in the story that we're actually telling. I thought it was an okay okay movie. I thought it was an okay (sighs) movie. I gave it like a C. It was like, eh, it's not the it's not what I wanted, but it's not terrible. (laughs) Well, and I also heard that, you know, I could. For your listeners, we're talking about the Dark Tower movie and the Dark Tower how it was adapted, but it was like like what I'm just saying is that I, I think that there's a there's a silver lining in the sense that I think they were kind of wanting to see how good the Dark Tower turned out to justify you know a, t- a TV series for it. That's why that's what I heard they were kind of doing a test run, and being that it did, even though I agree with you, I, I don't I think it was kind of flop i mean but it was a flop that was number one it was on the docket for coming soon on showtime for a while and then they announced a movie really yep that it it had been it been talked about forever like when is the dark tower series starting and it sounded like it would work really well as a series and then all of a sudden the movie got announced and it's like are they still doing that well and yeah i mean and i really i I still and i i love that theory that you're talking about that was on the website because if that's the case, then that would let's just chalk it up to that. that was an alternate timeline that occurred after. Yeah. But, but then like start the series, actually put do the series the way that the book, because I just think that that reason that this is such an interesting topic was because I don't know about you guys, but I started reading The Gunslinger when I was like 13 years old, like way, way back in the day. And like I read it like throughout my childhood into my adulthood, you know, like I waited. And I remember the time where like Stephen King would make interviews and talk about how he was he, he considered the Dark Tower series to being set up like kind of a pinnacle of his career and that he actually yeah, it's his Magnus Opum. Yeah. And he was actually like I remember reading on an interview that he was afraid to finish it because he had kind of like this, you know, thought in his head. He's a very mystical man. 
and that if he finished it, that that would be the end, you know, and he was kind of afraid because like, I don't know if a lot of people know, but like a lot of his other books are connected to the Dark Tower. Yeah. You know, yeah, and the Dark Tower is his big connection of all his books. Like it connects everything. It kind of it really does. And liter- and like a, and even some of the characters literally are the same characters that are in other books. They get dragged into this world. And well, like uh, an example. So you mentioned it earlier, you know, the movie it. OK, so the creature that is it that is Pennywise. There is a similar creature to that that ha- pops up in the Dark Tower series. Yeah, it's the vampire, the, the whole vampire thing. That was really like that was totally connected. No, all, all across the board, Eyes of the Dragon. Like you could actually pull it. I, you could name a lot of books. I there was actually a site that was connecting all the books that I didn't realize. I was like, oh wow, that's 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 crazy. But I think that's why it was such a disappointment, though, because like you have this thing that people have just been so excited about for years, and to make a ninety-eight minute movie out of it, really, like. I don't know. I don't know why he, I don't know how he green lighted that, you know, like, <sighs> so what you're saying is it should have been a bunch of different movies. Like, it has, it's, yeah. Oh yeah. There's this. I mean, okay. That'd be the equivalent. Literally. This is the, this is the, uh, the analogy. Like imagine if, um, the Lord of the Rings was a 98 minute movie. Oh, well that would be super shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Example. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Cause imagine like, Oh, the Lord of the Rings is coming out. You know, let's just, you know, not not counting the ones that got made. Oh, the Lord of the Rings is coming. Out. Oh, I, I know the perfect example. Remember that that animated Lord of the Rings that came out? Like, years yeah, and years. yeah, yeah. Remember oh, that yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the Hobbit version of that one was actually completely brilliant. But remember yeah. they did another one that was the Lord of the Rings and it was it was so bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. So ba- that's 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 essentially how I felt. You know, it's just in a lot of the fans. I just 98 minutes. That's not enough time to talk about this epic, massive story, you know? So, um, but I think you wanted to talk about other Stephen King movies, like bad app adaptation, good app adaptation. Ooh, so, ooh, ooh, I have okay. one. I oh, have, you have one. one. Okay, go. Yeah. Go, go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Eric yeah, is bring do. up a bad adaptation. Oh, okay. And Which this, one? This is probably one of the worst experiences oh, movie wise no. of my fucking existence. And it's what? still the worst movie i have ever seen in my life <laughs> oh, better be good because this is a nice lead up oh no what is it Dreamcatcher. fucking Dreamcatcher. never never saw terrible. it terrible really Dreamcatcher is probably fucking one of movie. the worst movies ever made and it's got jason <laughs> lee in it and morgan freeman oh what oh god it's so it's awful you know, and brian made me sit through the <laughs> Entire fucking thing. She so wanted we, to leave way early on, and I was okay, like, like, "We gotta stay for the, the whole movie. thing." You know, Twenty minutes into the movie, I'm like, "This is shit. I do not want to sit here. Let's leave." And he's like, "No, no, no. Get, give, give it just a little bit more time. Give it just a little bit more time." I was like, "Fine." So then we sit there another twenty minutes, and I'm like, "Uh, yeah. Can we fucking go? No, no, no. It'll turn around." It'll turn around. And we do this every 20 minutes until the fucking movie ends. And I'm like, that was a waste of my life. The credits play. The credits play. Brian goes, see there, it turned around. (laughs) (laughs) See, it ended. That's much better. Imagine, imagine it's so first off, it starts with a bunch of guys in the, in like Canada. Well, it's supposed to be like Maine, right? Because it's Stephen King, but it's like super cold middle of the wilderness. They're in like a cabin. And they start getting picked off by butt monsters. Yeah. yeah. So literally, wait, these wait, things, wait, wait. Are you are you being literal or are you making a joke? They no. you're an asshole when you're taking a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
He's not dead. He just took a clunker. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And they're like in you for a while before when they come out, they come out with explosive diarrhea and then you're dead in the bathroom. Then it turned into like an Air Force versus Aliens movie. Then it turned into all of the friends that happened in the wilderness. They're all psychic for some reason. Yeah. And that was Donnie. That was uh, Donnie Wahlberg. They're originally from Derry and they had this whole experience with this like psychic thing. And they have to fight this beast at the end using their psychic powers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This and sounds bad. It's like three movies mashed together. Three bad movies mashed together badly. And I I still to this day say I do not regret seeing it because it's the ultimate what the fuck in movies. of all. It, uh. is, it is. It's it's it was stupid and fucking retarded. And oh, uh, uh, okay. waste of my is, life. All this being said. I have to say this. Yes, I will agree. It's a bad movie. It, it in no way warrants a good movie, but I actually kind of liked it. Was it as bad as the Langoliers? What? Uh, like, you saw it, Michael, and you kind of liked it? I, I never said I had good taste in things, okay? Oh, God. What, what did Michael like? What did Michael okay. like? Mainly because it's got it, it, ha, it has a lot of the actors I like, okay, and that was like the big pull for me. I you really can have it. actors you like and shit still be shitty. Like I fucking agree with you, shitty, I but agree. I like I shitty movies. Okay, Dan, Dan, you brought up the Langoliers. Can you explain that? Because I don't think anybody but <laughs> you and I have seen this. No, Anthony I saw Michael, the Langoliers too. I mean, Langoliers it, was, it, was, it was better or worse. It, it, it was it was like an after school special. <laughs> like, like it was filmed for TV and it was kind of made back in the day where they were like, Hey, we can make CG now. And yeah, it was like, like when no, they first, yeah, like maybe you shouldn't do CG. Oh, it was horrible. Like the CG in that was just, oh, it was oh, well, you didn't mention awful. the acting. Oh, the acting. Oh God. <laughs> and all oh, the acting man. comes from all the acting that he's laughing about comes from Bronston Pinchot, the star of TV's favorite perfect strangers. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I like that show. I, I'm not familiar. Mm -mm. Um, um, yeah, it was pretty bad. And you know what? A lot of people, it came out. It came out during the time where they did um, a count writer. I think it was right after they did. Remember the stand? They did this the TV version of the stand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And it was I think it was filmed right around that time. But see, the stand was I thought the stand was awesome. I, oh, I loved, loved that stand. That was the, that was the shit, man. Yeah, the stand was so cool. They put it. They did it. I remember, and I remember watching it on TV. Like you know, they did it in like different uh, pieces. Like you know, it was like part one, part two, and and you know, you had to wait a week to see what happened. Like it was really, I, I it, it motivated me to read the books. Like I started reading the books oh, on the stand. Yeah, was I, amazing. Yeah, yeah I like the stand a lot. I, I, I really, want to read the book too. I really enjoyed. Um, I mean, I've enjoyed so many things of his, but I really enjoyed uh, the Green Mile. Oh yeah, the Green, the Green Mile. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. I have never cried so hard at the end of a movie. Seriously, oh, right? Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. Gosh. Yeah, for people who don't know, Stephen King doesn't only write horror. No, and oh. and the thing is, yeah, never exactly. read it or saw the movie. There's a neat little story that Stephen King tells about when he was at a grocery store, an old lady came up to him and said, "You're that horror writer guy." I don't like your I don't like that kind of things. It's just too terrible. I prefer movies like the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> no, no. And I really enjoy the book. And he goes, well, I wrote that, too. 
And she said, no, you didn't, and walked away. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. That's oh, funny. That's, oh, <laughs> a lot of people, like, associate Stephen King with just, just the horror stuff. But really what makes his stuff so scary is he can he, – his characters are so real that, like, right. the way that they, they – his characters are so real that if if – I met them on the street, I would recognize them. You know, you feel like you, he describes just the nuances of like the little tiny little ticks they have and the little things they do. Like they're so, they come to life so real, which I think is why it makes it so scary because it's like, you know, these people, they seem like they're real, you know? And so, yeah, he doesn't, it doesn't have to be horror. He writes he just makes great characters in his stories, you know? Did you know that a different Stephen King adaptation came out every year in the 90s? Really? Oh, I didn't know yep. that. No, I didn't every know that. Every single year, sometimes two a year. Huh. Oh. Now, yeah. the one that I saw recently, because Leslie made me watch it, was The Shining. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. That's a um, it, it's a, it, it was a good movie. I'm not going to say it was a bad movie, but man, was it like weird. Did you what the fuck at the fairy blowjob at the end? I, I what the fuck at a lot of things. Here's the thing. Here's the big one. Uh, I'm, I'm still not sure. What the fuck did the little boy having psychic powers have to do with anything? Anything at all? Stephen King likes to throw fat psychics into his horror stories. Yeah. Nothing. Like, it didn't even it's, matter. Like, his whole yeah. psychic power shit didn't change anything. It was just like an excuse to show spooky shit, basically. Yeah. Well, one thing you have to know about The Shining is the Stanley Kubrick Shining is not true to the books at all. No. Yeah. No. It's and there was a bit of a war between um, Stephen King and Stanley Kubrick. And Stanley Kubrick even uh, okay. he he changed the model of car that they used to drive there. And it's the first scene in the movie. And it was sort of Stanley Kubrick's F you to Stephen King. Like, uh, this is my movie. And he mm. had them drive in a different car. It's the first thing you see is that it's it's different. And I've read that in notes that Stanley Kubrick deliberately did that. I mean, this is a guy who never did anything by accident. That is true. He never did. Kind of a dick move. Yeah, big time. So, I mean, it, it wasn't a bad movie, but there are just things about it that I'm like, man, this movie is fucking weird. <laughs> and not always in a good way. <laughs> like, example, if the ghost if the ghost could just, like, open the door to let the guy out of the freezer, why can't they just kill the woman? If they have enough power to open doors, they have enough powers to pick up a knife and stab her. Because yeah. like, it's because, not as suspenseful? Because yeah. the ghost had more psychic stability when they were interacting with Jack because he was already corrupted by them. God, I gotta rewatch this movie. I totally that's forgot a, it. That's a good answer, yeah. Brian. I like that yeah. answer. I don't it's, know it's if it's a canon bullshit. answer. I, I don't it. know if it's a canon answer, but it, uh, it's, a, it's a reasonable answer that I could go, that makes sense. Um, yeah. There are some really cool things about the original Shining. Like, um, there's a movie called Room... Oh, whatever the room is that... 1408. 1408. Yeah, room 1408. Oh, it's so good. No, you're oh. talking about 1408 is a different Stephen King story. Oh, is that? I'm talking about The Shining. I think it's room 137 or room 187. Oh. Um, so the Overlook Hotel, when at the beginning they go through the hotel, well, 
fans map the hotel. And Uh when Jack goes into the hotel for his job interview at the beginning of the movie, the manager's office is an impossible room because if you map out the hotel, it's in the middle of the hotel, but he has a window that looks outside. That's some serious, like, dedication. Yeah. And Stanley Kubrick, like I said, doesn't do anything by accident. So it was sort of giving you a disoriented feel that you don't even realize is happening because you see the hotel from the outside, you see the hotel a lot of the hotel from the inside because it shows every single hallway he walks through. And then when he goes through the office, there's a window looking outside. So you're already at the beginning of the movie subconsciously disturbed. Wow. Hmm. He's brilliant. Yeah, Stanley Cooper is amazing. It's the only movie he made that I like. I I just, anything else he does is just a total, like, either a WTF fest or a snore fest for me. It's, he's just too out there and artsy-fartsy for me. Like, I've never been able to get through 2001 A Space Odyssey. Really? Oh, no. Never seen it. Oh. It's just so slow going. Uh, okay, yeah, it's slow, but it's really, I mean, it's really good. <laughs> ooh, 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 how about our favorites? I'm going to talk about my favorite. What's your favorite? Pet Cemetery. Oh, I haven't seen I, that, I haven't that one. Seen that oh, one. I haven't seen that oh, one. Oh, so good. Dude, that's one, one you need to ones. see. Which yeah. is the funny thing, though. I, I think I own the DVD. I just haven't seen it. Great. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, Pet Cemetery is one is by far one of the best Stephen King adaptions. That is so creepy. Oh, and so I good. love the lighting on that, on the film. Like the, the set and the mood of it, the color in it is just, it's great. Unfortunately, oh, absolutely. And I, that little boy, that little oh, boy. Yes. Oh, when he comes back, back he's scared. Oh, my God. He scared the crap. I am still yeah. like when I walk next to a bed, super nervous because of that scene where he like cuts his Achilles heel. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Oh, 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 my, yes. oh, yeah. I know. Me too. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you for that cringe moment. That was You're I welcome. hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> Things now. like that really oh. fucked me up in that movie. Oh man. All right, I, yeah. I still think about it every am single I, am time. Am I gonna am I gonna get all cringe terrible when I watch the movie now? Oh, it's a great it, it, horror movie. It, yeah, in, in the best it, kind of way. Yeah. Fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah, I liked uh, it when I was a kid and I saw oh, yeah. it. I literally saw it when I was like five years old because um apparently oh. my parents just didn't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Same and here. I saw yeah, Same. so I saw it when I was really young, and I was definitely terrified of clowns for the like the rest of my life. I'm, right. I'm just okay. like, uh, fuck clowns. Since <laughs> you brought up it, I, I have to I have to bring up the story real quick. Well, okay, so I watched it when I was really young, and it it messed me up. That that movie freaked me out really bad. Well, my little sister ended up watching it when she was like three, because apparently her brother <clears throat> is a douche. Mm. So we're watching it <laughs> after we watched this movie. Yeah, she cried through most of it, by the way. We only watched, I think we only got like partway through like the first part. And after a month after that, whenever she had to go to the bathroom, she would come to one person in the house and be like, please take me to the bathroom. And finally, I'm like, oh. why? Why do we have to take you to the bathroom? Why? She goes, because I don't want the thing to come out of the drain and grab me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you are a dick. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't say it was going to get her. She just, just like it because of how it was. And I was just like, I'm a piece of shit. It's so <laughs> Yeah, it's so scarring. It was just such an epic series because you got you got this great like 80s selection of adult cast with all these kids that ended up being the next generation of like the entertainment. You got people like Seth Green and it was a great fucking movie. Oh, I know. 
Yeah, and you know what's funny is I, and and Brian knows this, I am terrified of clowns. And not because of this movie. It's actually from, like, a different, like, B-rated movie from the 80s. Like, Yeah, what was the movie, Arca? (sighs) Killer Clowns from Outer Space. (laughs) Called it, called it, called it. Yes, I was, like, three when I saw it. And I'm not talking about, like, I'm kind of scared of clowns. Shocking, I've never seen it. I am fucking terrified of clowns. Like, I get physically nauseous seeing them on screen. Do, do not watch American Horror Story Freak Show. Do not watch I, that. I already did, and yes, I had to hide my face several times. So, oh my gosh. So, But I'm the kind of person that I like to face my fears. Yeah. So, uh, I watched it, and I was not scared at all. And it's because uh, Tim, Tim Curry, Curry was the clown. <laughs> Like, I wasn't scared. Like, I had seen Rocky <laughs> Horror Picture Show so many times. That's funny. He's just everything. Rocky's cousin. Not Rocky. See, I saw, oh, wow. see, I saw I, it before Rocky Horror, actually. Yeah, me too. Oh, sorry, so, guys. I have an angry baby. She can't reach a toy. Hold on. I'll be right. So, what Erica is saying is that, like, Anthony, she, but she saw it then... Rocky Horror. So whenever she saw Rocky Horror, she goes, "Oh, look, it's the clown from It." When Anthony saw it, saw It, he goes, "Oh, it's Dr. Frankenfurter." <laughs> no, I saw It. No, the first. opposite. Opposite. Yeah, yeah, it's opposite. Yeah, she saw she saw the clown. She's like, "Oh, it's Frankenfurter." How silly! And I saw Frankenfurter. Oh, I was like, "Oh, clown!" clown. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm stalking. And then I'm older than everybody, so I saw the demon from Legend. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, when I finally saw that, I was like, "Geez, that should be an episode. That should be an episode." Do a whole oh. episode on Tim Curry. So, oh, actually, that'd be really that would I be love good. Tim Curry. Yeah, I'm writing it down. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell a lot about a person by where he knows Tim Curry from. <laughs> <laughs> so Stephen King's It came out when I was like five, and I watched it on a little black and white TV in my room. I had one of those camping TVs. Oh, okay. And well, his bedroom door open, and he's like, "What are you doing? Nothing. Oh God." <laughs> so. I watched the whole thing every single day. I was totally hooked on it. I was scared to death, but not as scared as my father was. So my no. dad watched it, and my dad was a elementary school custodian. No, and he said that cleaning the showers and the um and the bathrooms was the most terrifying thing after that. And it took him years to not be afraid because he worked night shift. So he'd be in the middle of the night in an empty school cleaning oh, the bathrooms. Man. <laughs> you couldn't scare the guy because if you did, you'd give him a fucking heart attack. <laughs> yeah. So I I can't get over how amazing that was. I mean, you had um, uh, Harry Anderson playing the grown up version of Seth Green's character. You had uh, John Ritter, who I was piece. amazing in that movie. I I love John Ritter. And just I mean, the movie made balloons scary. I mean, yeah. balloons oh, wow. aren't scary. Yeah. I mean, if a balloon floated into my room, I would never have been afraid of it if I hadn't seen that movie. Oh, wow. right. And now I you know what I have. You're like, oh, it's got a pot full of blood. There was a lady at my work who was afraid of balloons. We went on thinkgeek.com and bought a remote control blimp and used to hover it into her office and just let it sit behind her when she was working. And we'd listen for the shriek when she turned around. <laughs> <laughs> that is awful and awesome at the same time. That somehow, is the best thing ever. Sometimes they exist in the same, same place. Yeah. Super Vegan Brian is awfulsome. <laughs> what, what, about mi- what about McBrien? What about Misery? Did you guys ever see that one? Yes. Okay. Yes. I didn't even know that was Stephen King until this no, morning. Really? I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Misery. I saw, I think it was like 10 
nine or 10 when I saw Misery. And first off, it was the first time I was ever exposed to uh, like, oh my God, like people can be that fucking insane. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's, th- that's going beyond fandom. Absolutely uh-huh. beyond fandom. Yeah. So when I saw her like break his ankles, I was like, mm. another then- cringeworthy moment. <laughs> that's the, that's where that movie got so much notoriety from was the hobbling scene because it was yeah. so graphic. Oh yeah. And oh, I have never like that was the first time I ever like recognized the name Kathy Bates, mm-hmm. and I have never forgotten it. And every time I see her in anything, I'm like, oh my god, is she going to be awesome this and creepy? The I got a white. I, I just I love Kathy Bates because of that movie too. Oh yeah, and then she just and then she went over to American Horror Story and oh she's, she's owning it and oh, killed yeah. it. She's just and fucking killed it over there, crushing it over there. Yes. I was I was eight when I saw Misery for the first time, and I was like, well, I was like, this lady says she likes him. What's she doing? And I had no idea about obsession and stuff. And now I'm just like, hmm, hobbling doesn't seem too drastic now. Um, yep. I have a big one to bring up because it's so good. Um, Stephen King's The Mist. Mist. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, that was that. that was actually a pretty decent movie. Have uh, has anyone here se- has everyone here seen it or has some of us nope. missed it? I think it's I, the one, oh god, that's the not one I'm seeing, thinking about. Not seeing what? <laughs> Sorry, baby. Okay, so uh, Will Smith, uh, I got a, I got a neat little story to tell you guys. Oh no. Okay, I know where so, you're going. At, the miss. What's the movie though? The miss. Stephen King's The Miss. Oh, the miss. I no, okay. I haven't seen The Miss. No. So you oh, know it's the, so good. So you know the lobster monster? Yep. Apparently, he was oh. played by Will Smith. <laughs> oh my god. I love that. That's, that's a dumb joke that no one's gonna get. Yeah, I'm gonna explain the dumb joke. Okay. I had a friend, his uh. his mom and his uncle were watching the movie and they were high as fuck. So he told them, Hey, do you guys know that the the actually played the the lobster monster was Will Smith? And they're like, No, he's not. He's like, Yeah, look at the credits. And they're like, We looked at the credits, we didn't find his name. He's like, Look again. And they just looked for hours and hours because they were so high and dumb that they just kept like Doing this over and over. (laughs) This inside joke between me and my friends of the lobster monster in The Mist is played by Will Smith. Did you know he also played Cloverfield? (laughs) So now every time I go see a movie, there's like some kind of like crab monster. I'm like, oh, look, Will Smith. (laughs) (laughs) I um, actually, yeah, I liked that movie. So I I wasn't a fan of the ending. Yeah, it was a good movie. I thought the ending was the best part. It bugged me. It it, it bugged me because I'm one of those guys that's like, you know, prevail, uh, winning the day kind of guy and then just it's like well i'm, I'm just gonna in the movie like this and i was like oh, i don't they, they did okay fail. so they did win in the end they they got rid of all the monsters in the end okay so <laughs> i'm trying not to say the final ending because of, of erica description of the mist for erica since you haven't seen it it's a town in maine where all of a sudden the town is covered in mist and people are terrified part. to go outside because they're getting killed by things and it's huh. a lovecraftian monster movie Somebody told me this. I guess oh, I want to see his this. name. He like kills his kid at the end and then kills himself. Right. Well, or is that something else? Um, maybe that's what happens because I don't think Dan's seen it either. <laughs> no, I, I haven't. But this fascinates <laughs> me. Oh, this, sorry. This kind of this sounds this sounds very in the mouth of madness ish to me. Oh, I love I, know, I never saw it. Somebody told me about ever it. Told. Um, no, it's I, amazing. Wait, in the mouth of madness. Wait, are you are you also a. 
Are, are you also a fan of uh, H.P. Lovecraft? Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. man, we're going to be best friends. No, best no, no. Friends. I, no, no. You know what? It's funny. Um, McBride and I were talking earlier about. You have McDan. I have Odin. We're good. We have our best yeah. friends now. We're um, we were just talking about and total tangent, but we were talking about in the mouth of madness, but um, kind of connected to 40K. I think in, in the mouth of madness and Event Horizon <laughs> are the two most the best movie depictions of chaos, 40K chaos that has ever been oh, done. Like if I they if they ever did a Warhammer 40K movie, they need to reference those two movies to really show what chaos looks like. You because, see the yeah. Event Horizon just floating out of the rift. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my god, that would be awesome. It would be. Yes, the warp coming out of the warp. Yeah, <laughs> no. You, yeah, if you guys ever did another show about Lovecraft, I would love to listen to that. I we don't have it. that on the list, so Man, now we have two episodes planned based on that. Episode. Not on the list. That's yeah, on that's the list huge. Before. Yeah, because you know, in the in the well, because like we're not a steampunk fan, but like we play at a lot of steampunk kind of functions. We're into that too, but that the whole Lovecraft thing, like, is just there's like. The whole, especially the steampunkers, they they just they worship that stuff. They recreate the monsters. They do all this like the, a lot of the costumes are like very Lovecraftian. Like it's a huge huge cult. Like people you start are really to see Stephen King's influence with Lovecraft when you watch things like his um, creep show stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Ooh, when sure. he does little short things for an for anthologies, you see his Lovecraft in, influence. Oh no question, no question. I mean, it's uh, like. Across the board, like like some of the demons that 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 show up, like a bunch of the, I, like I said, I don't want to make any spoilers, but in the, the especially in the um, especially in the Dark Tower series, there's Lovecraftian stuff all over that tentacle monsters and Steam, all. Yeah, Stephen King obviously obviously yeah. got a lot of his his um what's the word um you know he he wrote references in, from like H.P. Lovecraft so. yeah you, big time you guys do know he wrote an anthology called New Tales of the Cthulhu Mythos right oh yes I yeah. had that book I did not yeah. know that I had no Just idea there was a series called Masters of Horror a while back and Stephen King did one of them and it's a Cthulhu story it's a straight up Cthulhu story Kitchen. Erica you brought up 1408 earlier yes yes Starring, movie. starring the can't go wrong John Cusack, who can't yes. make a bad movie. He can't. God, I, love I that swear. Guy. I swear. Oh, yeah. No, like, for, for a movie that takes place entirely in a room, it was really good. But does it? Well, it's just a fantastic <laughs> ghost story, haunted house story. 1408 is amazing. Isn't oh, Morgan yeah. Freeman in that, too? He is. Yes, he is. It's really good. It's Samuel Jackson in, in 1408. Oh. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Well, Which, they're sorry, both amazing, so great. I'm not sure like it it counts like like awesome. I mean, I name my my cat is named after Samuel L. Jackson, so nice, nice Jedi yeah. cat. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> He's a badass motherfucking cat. Badass, a badass <laughs> motherfucking cat. Yes, he is. He takes no shit from anyone. Yeah, and you got to pay attention to him. You got to pay attention to him when you pet him, because if you pet him the wrong way, he'll let you know. <laughs> he was like, suck, motherfucker. Oh, there is so much to talk about. I, I didn't even bite, bring up. Hey, bites the fuck out of you. We, like, we never yeah. even got to Marvel. We never I, even got. I didn't bring up Haven. Oh, which was the, the Stephen King series on sci fi. I never watched it. Was it good? It was great. Okay. Very good. It's based I on his short story, The Colorado Kid. Yeah. 
We haven't talked about Carrie. We haven't talked about Salem's Lot, Children of the Corn. Oh, yeah. Salem's Lot, man. That's that Uh right there. Direct connection to uh, to the Dark Tower right there. Yeah. Yeah. Literal, like direct connection. Well, I uh, don't know that yet. Oh, sorry. Okay. Has anyone seen the miniseries, the TV miniseries Storm of the Century? No. Yeah. No. Oh, that's yes, what I don't. I guess, but I barely remember it. Oh, my gosh. It's uh, basically like a ta- it, that's very Lovecraftian where it's like a town gets hit by this massive storm and everyone has to take shelter. But this demon in human form shows up and he's demanding he'll end the storm if he gets the firstborn of someone. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Um, I will tell you, uh, nerd podcast, that my I, I am moments away from twins going off. So, All right. So this would well, probably say I was about yeah. to say that we're we're at an hour and twelve, so we can go into the wrap up now. So we need to do another one. We haven't talked about Cujo. We haven't talked about Needful Things. The Running Man. We could possibly talk oh, about so me. much yes. Stephen King oh, in an hour fifteen minutes. But yeah, we're gonna need okay. another one. Pet Cemetery explained badly, like the back of a bad DVD cover. Um, you want to take a shot at this, Dan, or? Uh, uh, <laughs> suit badly. Well, there's a kid and there's a cat and the cat died. Okay. I think I'm going to, I'm going to hand that one off to you, Brian. I'm, I'm very, pre- I'll, I'll I'm preoccupied. Okay, you Erica. See, you should see the dump that I'm changing right now. I'm very distracted. It's a, it's so, a wet cemetery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, Anthony, are you ready? I am. Let's hear all about right. all about Pet Cemetery. The family moves into this creepy old house. Everything seems cool. The dad uh, discovers like this little place where pets were buried and th- that where the Native Americans say don't bury anybody. And he's like, oh, okay. And so their cat gets hit by a truck because they're like right off of our freeway. Yeah. And he buries the cat. And the cat comes back to life. But What is with Stephen King and everything being Indian barrel ground? Well, lots of things. But okay, shut up and go with me here. All right. So then the parents are terrible parents and they're not paying any attention. And their little toddler, who's like two or three or something like that, runs out into the road and gets hit by a truck. And then he's dead. And then the dad wants to bring him back because his wife is just so distraught and he's so distraught. So he then marries his son in the pet cemetery. And then the son comes back and he's evil. Oh, man. So cool. Spoopy. (laughs) Well, he doesn't kill the dad. I think if I remember right, the dad ends up having to kill him. Oh, yeah. There's a a meningitis woman that's scary as hell in it. Oh, yeah, for whatever reason. Ooh, super spoopy. Don't you care about your sister? Yeah. 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 Spoopy is so spoopy. All right, so um, we talked about Stephen King today. Uh, We had Captain Dan on, and Oh, I'm sorry. Nick, Nick Dan. Dan. Captain Nick <laughs> Dan. Yes, we, we had Captain Nick Dan. Dan, we had Captain Dan, Dan. Dan. You are the manager of the Velveteen Band, and you yes, have sir. cool stuff going on. You want to promote anything, list upcoming appearances, and give your contact information. Go. Sure. Uh, Velveteen Band, thevelveteenband.com, our next event. We're playing the San Diego Hukon in San Diego, Dr. Who Convention. And here we're from Ventura, California. We're doing our, our album comes out September 30th. So, yeah, you'll be able to download it and 
see it everywhere. Yeah, just keep in touch with us. We're on the Velveteenband.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram and all that cool stuff. So, yeah, we'll thank you guys. guys. Yeah, thank you so much, you guys, for having us. I mean, this was a lot of fun. I love talking about nerdy stuff like this. Like, we talked uh, – I feel like we only scratched the surface of Stephen King because we didn't even really get to, like, the books and, like, which books oh, yeah. we've read and, like – and like the ones that haven't been adapted into um, into movies that are mm-hmm. just, I mean, I mean, I just he's he's he is one of my favorite authors. Like, if I'm not reading Black Library, Warhammer 40K, I'm probably reading Stephen King. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just I love his stuff. On our first album, we made a song called "In the West Is a Robot," which is based on, which is about Andy the Messenger Robot in the Dark Tower series. So yeah, we I, I love Stephen King, and so anyway, thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on here and talk about it, man. Oh, it's hey, awesome! Coming, glad yeah, that thanks for coming. Yeah, uh, I yeah, just we really to... like having you here, yeah, McDan. You were just great, McDan. I mean, thank McDan, you, the best. Yeah, McDan, you're the best, McDan. Yeah, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <the> best, McDan. <laughs> it's thank great you. Before I go through our contact spiel, I wanted to let everybody know what I was coming up with. Right now, because Stephen King's It is coming out on September 9th or 10th or something like that. Um, oh, man, the new trailer scared the fuck out of me. Oh, yeah, yeah. it looks good. Oh, yeah. man, that's, yeah, that trailer was... In Los Angeles, in Hollywood, on Hollywood and Vine, they have recreated Nybolt House from the Stephen King books. Oh, wow. Oh. And anybody can go there from um, 3 p.m. till 10 p.m. And they do tours of seven people. And it's basically an awesome movie experience and a haunted house. And I am going to do this. It's supposed to be scary as hell. It is fully it is fully stocked with actors and interactive things. Oh, cool. Um, all of the tour guides are. Um, oh, what's the, the little kid that dies at the beginning? Oh, fuck. Ralphie. No. I want to say yeah. No. Ralphie. Yeah. The little kid with the little rain slicker on. I forgot his name. Georgie. Yeah. Georgie. Georgie. Yeah, that's his name, Georgie. Yeah, uh, Georgie. I was saying Georgie, and I realized my mic was muted. I'm like, Georgie, Georgie. And I'm like, why can't you hear me? Can. <laughs> if you've seen the newest trailer, there's a room full of clown dolls, and apparently that is replicated exactly in the in the in- experience in Hollywood. That is so, so cool. Oh, so shit. I'm going to be checking that that soon. I'll definitely talk about that on the call. If you would like to reach us, you can reach us on the Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page. Um, we also would appreciate it if you backed us on Patreon. Um, we figured out the complex math last week. If you donate a buck a month to us, it's a quarter an episode. So a, if you if you like us and you listen to us, please um, support us. If you donate more than that, we have all sorts of cool rewards, including for three dollar and more supporters, we have bonus episodes, which we recorded a bonus episode with Captain Mick Dan. Yes. Uh, and um, so, oh, my brain is not working. Um, you can also reach us at. Brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, Mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, Anthony.com, and Erica.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com. She is now email official. official. Yay! And I have a Twitter. You can also reach us at SuperVeganBrian. I'm getting to the... God damn it. (laughs) 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 At SuperVeganBrian. At NerdcasterMike. He didn't say shut the fuck up, Michael. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Michael. Um, (laughs) At at SuperVeganBrian, at NerdcasterMike, at Smurf Erica, at NerdcastRadio. 
Uh, please leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate it greatly. Michael, it's all on you now. So today we talked to uh, Captain Dan McDan for just a long time, actually. This was actually a pretty long episode today, guys. I'm enjoying yeah, about it. an hour and 20. So well, we talked about uh, mainly uh, our favorite movie adaptations and our and the bad movie adaptations of Stephen King's no- uh, novels into movies. A uh, couple movies that I haven't thought about in years, but I remember loving. Uh, I'd like talking about this. Like I said, only scratch the surface. So we're definitely going to be doing another one on this because this there is just so much to dive into for this. Today was really fun. Had a lot of good good talk about this. We're going to talk about it again. And you know, I let's just go ahead and jump into it. I've been your host, Special Mikey. Along with me was Hindu Anthony. Goodbye, everyone. Super Vegan McBrien. Goodbye, <laughs> McNurse. <laughs> Courtesy Smurf Erica. No, sir, I don't like it. And our special guest, the one, the only, Captain Dan McDan. Thank you for having Dan. me. Bye-bye. And we had a good time. And so, everybody, this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. And as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Say goodbye, Anthony. Brian, come on. Say Brian, come on. Go, goodbye. Thanks for listening to our new show. Podcast Radio.